you think like I do when it comes like, to dentists. Like, what if it doesn't? What if it's not a problem? Yeah, what if I don't have to? That's yeah. I haven't gone to the dentist in fifteen years, Alana. What? Uh-oh. Something like that. It's like it's been a very long time. <laughs> Let's see I, okay, now I'm concerned. I go every well, six months. You got straight teeth. Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Quip and Hems. Thank you, uh, Quip and Hems, for bringing us here this week. Uh, I've got Omar. Bruce and Alana with me. What's up? Uh, Give me your best Shazam, Alana. Shazam! Oh, that hot. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce, how did he do it? How did he? uh, Shazam! First he goes underwater, right? Oh, Oh, yeah. And then he goes Shazam. (laughs) Shazam! Shazam! Do it with a southern accent? Shazam! Shazam. Say it like Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Um... But yeah, uh, in Shazam, an orphan kid, uh, Billy Batson, is granted superpowers from a wizard and uh, essentially becomes Superman with lightning powers. Uh, this movie is pure comic book joy and I think better than any Superman they've made in about 40 years. Wow. Um, it was stupid, silly fun. Uh, kind of had a spot-on superhero tone. Uh, this, along with Aquaman, uh, I believe DC should stick to this bold new direction of making superheroes uh, weird and fun uh, and lighthearted. Wait, you liked Aquaman? Yeah, okay. you didn't. You didn't like Aquaman. I didn't see it. And I okay, that's cool. It was it was stupid fun. I wouldn't say it's a good movie, but it was a good superhero movie Should, because I mean, it was Shazam's stupid a, over the top. Shazam's better than Aquaman. Right? Yeah, I think by Probably, a lot. Probably. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's a lot to person. <laughs> well, hold on. So I had fun in Aquaman. Here's the thing. Wonder, this was better than that. Well, I, sure. I don't know that they're doing a bold new direction because of. Wonder Woman was a fantastic film. At least I liked it. But and it wasn't like stupid and silly it wasn't like these stupid. two movies. That's what I'm saying, though. They made a good movie, yeah. but they also made it relatively serious. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but not dark and brooding. Yeah, which it's is still what a all of DC was before DC. that. Oh, no. Well, it was way too. That was that Zack Snyder. That was, uh, that so was this is the bold new direction. Make movies that aren't like dour and sad. You and mean dark. like Marvel? Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's what Marvel movies well, are. What, Marvel movies um, are dark and brooding? No, no. they're lighthearted. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I think this actually did better than some Marvel movies at uh, superhero origin story. Um, yeah. Did we all like it? Yes. I, I think we I did. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed myself. I, I, I thought it was one of the the better comic book movies I've seen in a long time. I feel, I feel like it would be really hard to not enjoy yourself in this film. I feel like it was a better origin story than Captain Marvel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he, yeah, I would agree. Because he had an arc of becoming a hero. Mm-hmm. Like, the... I think a lot of people have been comparing this to Raimi's Spider-Man movies. Um, I think that's I think that's super apt. How? Because it's like it's like the cheesy heart. That's what Raimi is, right? Like cheesy. Yeah. So kind maybe of like I, maybe when it, I see this movie again in five years, it won't stand up. <laughs> because that was the problem with Raimi's Spider-Man. Is that I saw it later on and went, ugh. Yeah. What the fuck is this? What do you think of like old Raimi then? Like Army of Darkness. Well, see that that seems to kind of seems to work in like a weird horror gore type of thing but then when, when it comes to like these superhero things I don't know that it works as well I don't know I feel like it's all there it's all the same cheese yeah but like what I was saying before outside I think if I saw this movie again I wouldn't like it as much <laughs> wait Shazam? yeah why is that? Uh, because I think that I'd start seeing the problems yeah okay so like I, I was so the I feel like the movie glossed over a lot of things that because like I stopped to think about it real quick and I was like you know what never mind that was exactly how I <laughs> approached this movie was I like it I'm not going to think about any of these problems because it's fun and I'm happy yeah and why and why <laughs> right yeah I, but, well, but I think that if I was thought about it more and was like I'm gonna go watch it again I don't know that I would think that when, I think when a movie is silly you don't need to focus on the plot hole like everything yeah. doesn't make, need to make sense when it has a tone like it has yeah, yeah exactly I, I would totally agree uh, I think that it's then when a movie's like that, it holds up to one viewing. Yeah. But then beyond that, I don't know that you'd watch it again and really like it. Well, um, maybe. And I think it sure. is corny. And I think a lot of times on repeat viewings, things that are corny start to grate on you a little bit more. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. yes. Um, it, but the reason I think people might be car- uh, comparing this to Spider-Man is because uh, Shazam has to become a hero. Like, he doesn't just have magic powers oh, and, yeah. and start beating yeah. up on bad guys. Like, he makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. And he's selfish and does self-centered things with these new powers he's got and kind of has to learn by fucking up that mm-hmm. he actually is a hero. Um, mm. so, um, if we can avoid spoilers a little bit, because I think at the end there's some spoiler stuff. Um, sure. Well, we can wait a few minutes. Just okay. wait. We'll wait a little bit longer. Um, Zachary Levi, uh, I was talking to you guys earlier. 
I didn't think he could carry a hundred million dollar superhero movie, but he either. totally does. Yeah, I think totally his performance does. sells this movie a hundred percent. I will say one of my biggest criticisms of the movie is that sometimes I think he acts a little younger than the kid character did. I, you know, I thought the same thing. Well, the, the kid character is is weird though because he's like, like super whatever Disney kid. So I think he he acts older than he is. That is true. Yeah, oh, and he's like a, a teenager who's kind of being you know dark and and brooding. Yeah. Well, but he's trying to be like I want to be the next you know whatever teen heartthrob kid. So he's acting older than he needs he's like to emo, be. Emo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is acting older, but then Zachary Levi is acting younger, and I just felt that conflict between. I didn't really buy that they were the same person. A there lot of there the was time. a disconnect in the well, two yeah. performances. So, so what's interesting about what you thought? Because I thought the same thing halfway through the movie, and I, almost immediately when I thought it. The movie addressed it. Oh. They, they, they said, uh, I think it was his friend, I forget the uh, kid's name. Freddie. Freddie. Uh, Freddie asked me, he's like, why are you acting so different when you're Shazam versus when you're Billy? And he says he says an answer, and I was like, oh, okay, well, there you go. Maybe uh, I went to the bathroom. Um, yeah, no, they, they, because like he, they, they address it with a, it's a one, it's a throwaway line that disappears. Oh. But they try to address it because they're like, you he, basically they say like, you seem so much more like outgoing and excited, you know, happy and fun when you're Shazam. And he goes, oh well, because of blah blah blah, whatever. He's, oh, okay, I don't hmm. that's so cool. Because he's a he's a little kind of a little dickhead when he's a kid. Yeah, he is a little especially dickhead. in the beginning of the movie. Obviously, but, but, but I totally agree, mm. Alana. I, I I think that he is. We, He's way more egregious when he's Shazam versus when he's Billy. Yeah, it. I mean, it just reads a little more as a, as an adult trying to act like a kid. Yes, <laughs> and I just Which like is, couldn't not see that. I, I think it's hard too. Oh, and for it, sure. And if I think if he acted more like that brooding teenager, it would have lost a lot of the silly fun that the movie had. Yeah, yeah and that's that was true. that was better um, than being kind of another dark. You know, I would agree. Yeah, I fully agree. Moody superhero. Yeah. Um, but I thought the kids were pretty good, especially the Freddy kid. He, I thought they both he was great. excellent. He was he was better than Billy. He was. Jack Dylan um, Grazer, right, is his name. Jack Dylan Grazer yes. was in It, and I loved him in It. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this kid's so good. He carries this movie. Like yeah, in, in my opinion, sure. he carries the movie. Like he, I mean, uh, yeah, he's in it more than anyone else, right? Uh, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, he, he's also easily the funniest part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's spot on with his line delivery. Probably a lot of it was improv, and he nailed it. Just the so hottest good. that I laughed in this whole movie, which I don't know why, is that they're in the a lunchroom and they're like throwing their food off of trays into the bin, and then they like put their trays on the top. And, and he puts his whole fucking tray in. He doesn't do it. So I mean, that he whole scene, like, <laughs> leading up to it, he like puts his thing down, gets ready, and then immediately puts it all back on the yeah. thing, and yeah. like follow like. All of it was like, yeah, that kid is awesome. Just stuff that you wouldn't necessarily notice. And I was like, I feel like he maybe did that on purpose. And I found it very funny. He's, <laughs> he's a great actor. Actually, I feel like all the performances were quite good. Yeah, they all were, of the supporting people in this movie were fantastic. Like yeah. the two caregivers they were oh, awesome. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they were awesome. It was uh, the little girl who was just a scene stealer. Oh, she was yeah. There, there was a yeah. big heart at the center of this movie. And that's family. the family. Yep. The foster family. And I don't think you get that a lot in modern sim- cinema. There's not a lot of yeah. movies that are like, family's important. Opening yourself up to people you trust is really important, and that's the one of the major messages of this film. And I think that's kind of rare, and uh, it's it's heartwarming and it's fun and it's warm and it's a a welcome change. I it's, think it's one of those things too. When I was watching it, I was like, I don't know how they're not making this too corny, because like the two the caregivers. You're right. The two the uh, uh, I forget the names of the characters. Yeah, the man and the woman know. are awesome. And the first thing I thought was like, ah, oh, those lines are so cheesy, and they're like Foster family. I was over that in one minute. Yeah. Like. They're, they were so charismatic and so friendly yeah. on screen that I immediately bought they were a foster yeah. foster parents. Yeah. Uh, well, he, they they just like, wanted to help kids. Yeah, he, he turns around in the seat when they first get in the van. He's like, look, we get it. We're both foster kids ourselves. And you immediately trust them. Yeah. 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 No, they, and they're great. And, like, I don't know how they how the screenwriter or the director or both managed to make that feel not cheesy or yeah. corny, but they did. I think it's probably the humor. It yeah, kind of cancels what, out the cheesiness. The only thing that I did find very cheesy and my number one biggest criticism of the whole movie that I try not to think about is I think the villain is just very, d- just lacks depth. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, just yeah, I angry was, villain. And that's what that, I think they cast well with Mark Strong because he doesn't have to do much yeah. Uh, yeah. to be menacing and scary. But yeah, you don't understand what he's after. Like, no. I, I didn't really get his goal or it's what all, he was it's after. It's all revenge, right? Yeah, well, but he was sort he of. Was, he's upset because of the beginning scene in the movie. Yeah, he's upset because he didn't get to go back, right? Yeah. So then he didn't get to go back, and well, the wizard told him he wasn't worth it, or he wasn't worthy. worthy. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't worthy. Yeah, and that, that is kind of a fucked up thing to tell a kid that he's not going to be worthy. Well, it's also ever. something that his dad said to him in yeah. that first scene as well. Um, Which was honestly so. a, for a, kind of a lighthearted movie. That opening is pretty dark. 
That's great. The, there the are definitely accident. dark things in this. There's, uh, when we get into spoilers, there's one part of this movie that was like, "Wow, you yeah. really did that." I'm sure. I'm sure. Wow. I'm thinking of the exact yeah. moment you're thinking of, and yeah, it was that was heavy it's shit. Brutal. Yeah. I just yeah, I just didn't like have interest in the villain. Yeah, I didn't find it particularly scary. Yeah. Uh, I didn't care about his motives, and I I just think that's probably only come recently after uh, comic book villains have been, movie villains have been getting a little bit better. Like, I love Killmonger. Yeah. yeah. It's like they've, they've been improving slowly and it's just, I mean, I guess the Joker was forever ago. That was, he was fantastic. But yeah. it was just, I don't know, very flat, I think. You uh, weren't, but you I weren't also amazed by Mark, Mark Strong's American accent? Yeah, I know. It's actually not bad. <laughs> not bad, yeah, right? Bad. <laughs> um, they did do the stereotypical thing of making it like the inverse, you know, the dark shadow of the hero is the villain. That's James' yeah. James's, James's least favorite thing yeah. about every superhero film. Yeah. It's, it's almost a requirement, it seems That they're like. just opposites of each other? They're yeah. just opposites. Well, like Alana's, Alana's right. The the villain is absolutely the weakest part of this film, and it's because there's no he doesn't have a motivation. Like, the motivation, like I told you, you really have to read into it. But even then, why is he out killing everybody and, like, trying to, like... It's not a good one. I, it's, well, and, and they don't... So they don't... The movie doesn't give you a good reason to be like, oh, I get it. I know why he's so angry. Yeah. Um, you really have to... you got to really dig in and figure it out. Yeah. Like, and, and I tried. I kept trying to get the reason why, but it I, I decided really, not it to. falls flat. I was like, you know what? I'm going to not try. I'm going to leave it be. <laughs> And I'm okay with him being broody and uninteresting when so many of the other ca- characters in the film are so light and okay. fun. So yeah. I was just well, like, never mind, I won't <laughs> criticize it. And I, I but it's he, not good. He was supposed to be kind of an echo of Billy, so like a lot of his issues are also family-oriented. And you, you just choose, got like a shitty family. Right, you choose which way to go, basically. You, yeah. you go evil or good versus, because I mean, they had the same, I know what you're saying, they had similar situations. Mm. And so one of them decided to go negative, and the other one decided to go positive. I get that. That's fine. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Are you going to yeah, do I, I mean, Billy, it, he gets, he's selfish as shit, though. He is selfish. It's like a, a long period where he's extremely selfish, and then he's so well, But he learned, like, he changes. And that's yeah. the, the, the thing that a hero origin story needs, is they need to learn to become heroic. Yes. They can't just magically become heroic when they have powers. Right. Which he a had lot character of development, do. which is why I say I think it's a little better than Captain Marvel, which I feel had almost none. Yeah. It's just like, I was go. go. I always go back to the, be- the best example, in my opinion, of the hero changing and deciding to be heroes. District 9. Uh, hmm. District 9, the entire film, uh, Vickers Vandermeer doesn't want to do what he's doing. Hmm. He's like, nope, don't want to help anybody, don't want to help anybody. And he's changing the entire movie like into that alien thing. He's like, no, I don't want to do it. And at the very end of the film, he's in that mech and fires a rocket at the spaceship. And instead of, he, it, like, he, like, he kind of turns around and he's like, fuck. <laughs> and he turns around and walks back and catches that rocket. And I was yeah. like, all right, he's the hero. Now. Yeah. So, anyways. No, I, I thought maybe this one of the strongest things this movie had going for it was that it was the hell was that? It, it was humorous, like it, oh, it, yeah. it was having fun with itself. And I think the you know, there's they tease it a lot in this movie but when they're fucking around when he becomes Shazam and learning his powers and buying beer. That stuff was just so much fun because it is like a kid all of a sudden becoming a superhero is like maybe the most comic booky thing you can do. Yeah. Mm. It's like well. They they milk the shit out of it, but it's like, what would a kid do if he could all of a sudden be super strong and fly and shoot lightning? He would have fun. Yeah. He would mess yeah. around with it. And I don't know. I, I just, that part of it, I enjoyed so much. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason I enjoyed this movie so much is the entirety of it felt like it was taken from a comic book. Like literally the way the scenes were laid out and the dialogue happened, like you could see it in panels hmm. on a page, you know? And it felt like the best comic book adaptation movie I've seen in a long, long time because of that. Yeah. I don't know if it's even adapted from a specific comic run. I was going to ask is. Dan. From a specific comic run? Like, comic, oh, comic run, I don't know. Yeah, I'm are sorry. you familiar with Shazam? Not at all. At all. Okay, I was going to say is, because I know like very little, uh, I knew very little going into this movie about Shazam's like whole deal. I knew that he, you know. He's the, a kid that becomes. Yeah, he's a kid. There's the wizard. Yeah. It's all magic powers. And the Black Adam was his opposite in the things that I know. Yeah. I don't know if the Seven Deadly Sins was actually a Shazam story I'm arc. not sure. Most of what um, I know from him is from Injustice. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know much about him. I, I mean, I know Shazam was once Captain Marvel, yes. like back in the yeah. 30s or whatever. And uh, whoever owned Superman at the time sued the shit out of him to make him stop making Captain Marvel That's right. because they thought it was too much like Superman. I mean, he's basically Superman. He's got lightning powers, man. But no, I'm just I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's the same thing. Um, but, and then at this? some point, DC started licensing the rights to release Captain Marvel comics, uh, but they couldn't call the movie Captain Marvel for obvious reasons. 
Well, they stopped calling the comic Captain Marvel, too. Very right? recently, though. It was like oh, 2012 really? yeah, where they started oh, calling shit. him Shazam. And I think they still refer to him as Captain Marvel in the comics. Mm. Um, yeah, very complicated. It's kind <laughs> of a mess. <laughs> but it was it was like one of the first superhero movies and TV shows that existed back in the day. I think people that are much older than us in their 60s probably remember Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. But yeah, I, I know nothing about Shazam. I mean, like, I don't know. DC has a real problem with their heroes other than Batman. Like, all their heroes just don't ever have good origin stories. They don't, it doesn't ever feel like it's something that would actually happen. And it's like, either they're gods or they're Batman. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like, just yeah. like a lot of their villains. They're magic. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, well, like, which other than Batman villains? What, oh, wow, they showed that I even in like the Superman's trailer? villains. Oh, like Zod. Yeah. yeah. What, what, they, they showed the multiple. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Yeah. We'll come back so. to that. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, the Marvel universe is rooted in reality. It is, yeah. Uh, and, and was purposeful. From the beginning, it was all tight continuity. This all needs to make sense. It needs to be in Manhattan. Um, and DC Universe was cobbled together over 50 years of, of acquiring this character and that character. And they don't fit together. It doesn't make sense. No, it really um, doesn't. <laughs> but I, I do, I, th I think... One way DC can compete with Marvel is just by picking random characters and making fun movies with them mm -hmm. yeah. and not forcing them into some giant universe-ending struggle. Like, this movie was great because the stakes weren't huge. Yeah, You know, the, the universe wasn't ending. The city wasn't even exploding. Yeah. But, well, I mean, they, they kind of make it like it's a world-ending thing. It did feel a little... That if Mark Strong gets a hold of the thing, I, I don't know, the Seven Deadly Sins, and then releases them on the world... Then it'll cause the world to fall into chaos. They they say that, but I mean, you never think it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like it never gets close. So, but they 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 kind of like threaten the world ending thing. But you know, it's not. It's never never ever there. So, I don't know. I still like watching this, even in this. Yeah, like just watching the it's fun dumb stuff they do. The ATM and like him charging people's phones and that was I just they got yeah. cute with it. I like when they're like shoot me, shoot me in the face. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good. Um, let's uh. A little quick ad read. Yeah. I want to thank Quip for sponsoring this episode. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. It was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. Many people brush too hard or use abrasive brushes. Quip has sensitive sonic vibrations that are gentle enough on your sensitive gums. Quip comes with a multi-use cover that mounts to your mirror and unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. It declutters your sinker cabinet, which I love. Quip makes traveling with an electric toothbrush easier. It doesn't require a clunky charger, and it runs for three months on one charge. Three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. Quip brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule of every three months for just $5. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. My favorite feature is Quip's built-in two-minute timer. It pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean of your teeth. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly, and this feature solves that problem. That's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash film right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. So Quip starts at just $25, and you could go to getquip.com slash film right now, and you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash F-I-L-M. Thank you, Quip, for bringing us here this week to talk about Shazam with an exclamation point. Shazam! <laughs> I love that. Uh, there's just an exclamation point at the end of the title. I yeah. that. Got to ex exclaim yeah. that Shazam. It's, it's on his chest, too. <laughs> Is it? Is that not a lightning bolt? It's a lightning bolt, but it's the it's the same, you know, exclamation point. Oh, yeah. That's cute. <laughs> Shazam. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Wow. So stupid. <laughs> I like it. I like I like the the style of the whole movie overall. Really, like the I like his character design. I like the costume design. Yeah, I mean, it looks way more comic booky than most heroes look nowadays. Yeah, the they didn't try now? to make him. Look yeah, I, I think we can let loose with spoilers. All right, good. Everybody, there's spoilers now. Okay, so the thing with his mom. Yeah, the mom that, thing it, was he's, fucked up. He's got the darkest origin story. It's a mess. He just like I mean I. Your parents are dead. That's like most superheroes. But your mom just didn't want you. I, I mean, like that's fucking harsh. I thought that was actually a really good, like a really cool 
dark twist in a movie that was otherwise pretty cheesy. Yeah. It's just that I don't feel like it did anything. Well, he well, didn't. That motivated him. It well, did it? No, it, it cements it cements the fact that yeah. you choose your home. Yeah, pushed him into you his family. You choose your family. Yeah, pushed him into his family. You know, like... His foster family. Yeah. After, after he realized that that the thing he's been searching for isn't going to work yeah. or is, is a lie or whatever. Doesn't want him. Yeah, then he realizes, like, he's had it all along. I'll, I'll Sorry, so. I'll just give explain, explain it for the audience. The uh, Basically what happens is he's looking for his mom because he lost his mom as a child. Like, he uh, basically, they end up separating, and he doesn't know what happened to his mom. So he spends the next, what, eight years or something looking for his mom as a foster child. Eventually, he finds her in the film, but then you find out that his mom abandoned him on purpose. Yeah, well, his foster family lost. finds her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. His foster family finds her. His, his but, hacker but, new brother. Yeah, so he's, he's been on this quest to find his mom because he's like, oh, if I meet up with my mom, then eventually then we'll just reunite. She'll love me forever, and then I'll have my mom back. But that's not what happens. It's exactly the opposite. She says, no, I abandoned you on purpose, uh, and now is not a good time. <laughs> now is not a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And her yeah, and her she, shitty boyfriend's yelling from inside. Yeah, yeah. She immediately goes back into the, the apartment. She looks to get like she's up. been on drugs. Like, yeah. it's, it's wild. It's rough. It's yeah. rough. So I, then that's, that's what pushes him into the foster family. I guess. I suppose it just didn't seem like a revelation. Like, he didn't seem to take it that way. He just sort of walked away and was like, oh, that was a mess. He, I mean, he immediately <laughs> went up to the roof and flew home or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that it needed a scene where he dwelled on it a little yeah, bit. I think it, that's it, probably it, what it is. Um, right. Because he didn't process it at all. It was like, yeah. it, I feel like that would crush anybody. Like, that would just Spend crush years you. of your life looking for your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, well, like, it would have worked if there were a scene where he went back to the foster home and was miserable and depressed, and then they all comforted him, and then yeah. he was like, no, you know what? We good. But it just like yeah. it was just missing something. Or he was, was he like, went didn't... flying around to smash stuff up out of yeah. like yeah. teenage angst, anger. Yeah, I like, got I got the impression that he had been feeling all that stuff going into it. Like he knew, he knew it was a bad situation. Oh really? Like leading into it, you know, hmm. the fact that he couldn't find her for so long, like all of that stuff, especially with the way that the foster family was talking to him about it. Hmm. You know, like he knew going in that it was going to be a shit show, huh. and that was just like okay. Now I can I can finally close this book. Hmm. I just think he did that too quickly. I would I would, I would agree. Yeah. They needed, needed, needed a, a scene. Something else needed a scene. Especially if that's the thing that's supposed to like turn him and change him and yeah. like realize what love is. I just like wanted it to do a little more. I think. Um, but again, another it's it's really a minor criticism. But I was amazed by how brutal that was. Like a mother intentionally leaving a kid. Like the way it happens. He gets lost and then she sees him and is like, you know what? What if I didn't go back to it? It just leaves. That's, that's shit that it's happens. It's so brutal. That happens in real life. Yeah. And like, and that's one of those oh. things. That, like, I've heard those stories before. Read those stories. And so when I kind of figured out what was happening in the movie, I was like, All right, I'll, I'll buy that. Like that, that stuff happens. It was oh, yeah, totally believable. It. It's just it's darker than most superhero yeah. origins. Like I, that's the thing that bothered me the most. Like we were talking about villains' motivation. The villain didn't do enough bad stuff. So he went and killed. Uh, spoiler: He went and killed uh, yeah. the boardroom. That which was pretty funny. Which actually. was I, I, it was it was funny, but it was also really brutal. And like I liked that. I liked that how brutal how brutal it was because the seven deadly sins are like really d- disgusting and horrible and like, monsters. They're monsters. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and he went and killed a bunch of greedy people. And I was like, well, I mean, his, oh, his no. dad and brother included. Yeah, he yeah. just threw his brother out a window. Yeah, that was and, awesome. Yeah. But I mean, like he he's always hated his dad and brother. And to me, like. Nobody in that room was redeemable, and that's what makes a villain a villain: is they kill people that are innocent. Mm. Um, and they didn't do that in this movie. He never does that. Mark Strong never kills anybody that's that's innocent. Um, and like basically, his dad and brother are obviously bad. Like we, we kind of established that they're assholes. So yeah, they don't deserve to die. But either way, they're assholes. And like all the people in the boardroom are greedy, corporate whatever. That is true. Because there's so. one scientist woman like burns up when she touches that magic door. Yeah, he doesn't do that on purpose though. He doesn't. Does he do not know? No, he, that's just an accidental thing. I, feel like that I thought was kind of a throwaway. Overall, actually. it doesn't feel like there's a terrible amount of consequence. Like nobody gets hurt, nobody dies. There is a fight. Like they get in uh, Billy and the two, the two boys get in a fight mm-hmm. when he's being selfish. But uh, well, they're both being selfish. I liked that moment because it seemed like a natural thing that would like that thirteen year olds would disagree on, and they would like no one was right. They were both kind of being dicks. Yeah, that's yeah. True. That's I guess true. like he asked for his help, and then Shazam's like in the middle of the city doing B- tricks busking. for money. Yeah, I actually love that. Like, that <laughs> yeah, made, I thought that was cute. But yeah. instead of monetizing his YouTube videos, he was out <laughs> busking oh, yeah. on the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you're right. I don't know. I just I think Mark Strong needed to kill more innocents. Nobody really died. Classic Bruce. Yeah. I, Please I, kill more innocents. I, I really like because that's that's the thing that cements. It's one of those things that still Kylo Ren. For some reason, people forget about Kylo Ren. Is that Kylo Ren has killed so many people. Uh, yeah. And everyone's always like, but maybe he'll become good. What? He's such a soft boy. Yeah, no, no, he's killed <laughs> you so see many that scene people. Where he was shirtless. Um, and that <laughs> it's and it's, so it's I think uh, Star Wars has the opposite problem. Whereas this just didn't. He didn't do anything bad, really. <laughs> he just sort of walked around. So yeah, I wonder yeah. if they just didn't want to show that. Like, but that's well, that's a weird that. contrast. It's weird to be like, well, let's not have anyone die in the same movie that has. You know, assuming kids are going to watch this, they're like, your parents could abandon you and never love you. <laughs> like, what are you That's going I mean. with here? That's it is definitely I mean. a more kiddie movie. Like, I feel like it caters more to a younger audience than... Yeah. You know, Batman versus Superman or whatever. Yeah. For sure, yeah. That's why That's why I thought it needed something more that was dark that the villain would do because I was like, yeah. man, holy shit, they've, they've tackled well, some pretty serious issues. Yeah. I mean, he was newly into his power too, like... Like uh, the same, the same like arc that Shazam is having, like figuring himself out. Mark Strong is having is having too, because he yeah. like literally got his power right before yeah that all true. went down. Yeah, so true. I think that's also where it became muddied for me. So like Mark Strong's motivation was to get these magic powers, mm-hmm. but then once he had them, I didn't understand really what he was going for trying well, to kill. Shazam. I think that was that was part of the the what I think they kind of missed, but I. I, f- I think is what they were going for is he wasn't the one in control and of right. any of things oh, that yeah. was happening. You yeah. know, it was, like it was the demons. He was him. possessed. He was, you know, he was butthurt that his parent, that his dad was a dick. His brother was a dick. And then this wizard on top of everything was also a super dick to him. <laughs> so he was butthurt his entire life. And then as soon as he gets the power, he's no longer in control of what's happening. He's being manipulated by these bad forces. Yeah. So <laughs> him not having any motivation <laughs> made sense to me. Yeah, no, I, and I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. There weren't, there was no motivation. The motivation to kill uh, Shazam was the fact that they told him there was another champion. Okay. The demon said. I think also just that Shazam got what he wanted. Well, yeah, that too. But I mean, the demons say in the movie, they're like, hey. The, is that in the boardroom when they're they like, there's a champion? The champion. They go, yeah. there's another champion. You got to go kill him. <laughs> so like, basically, they know that Shazam is going to kick their ass. The, he needs to go stop him before he becomes Figures Shazam. this shit out, yeah. 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 That, so they, they say that, and then he's like, okay, I will go and kill Shazam. <laughs> so he like, almost right. He's being manipulated. Omar, I'm a very big fan of the sentence. The wizard was also a dick to him, so he's been butthut his whole life. <laughs> it is it is weird. <laughs> You're right about that, because the wizard's not a dick, but also the wizard is a dick, because like the wizard brings him there, does all this cool shit to him, and then he's like, oh, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. You're not worthy. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, and like not only to him, he did it to a Does shitload it? of yeah, people. 50, 60 people. people. Yeah, like... A bunch of old people, too. Yeah. Well, like, to be fair, though... That's were they old people do- or were was... they only old then because it had been so oh, long? Yeah, that's a good well, point. To be fair, though, he was testing all those people. Yeah. Because he'd bring them in he for need, a, He needed a pure soul. He, he was bringing them in for a test. And the test was always, do you, like, do you want that orb or not? And if they reached for the orb, they failed. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Again, I know what you're saying. The wizard's kind of dick. But also... He tested well, uh, him and he, he failed. He was he was a dick out of desperation, right? Because he knew that he was <laughs> falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A really old wizard's probably going to be a dick. You're probably right. Uh, he's really old. Yeah. But I mean, he was like he's he's basically he was basically on the verge of death for the entirety of Mark Strong's life. Yeah. Well, he was the last. He was the last of his kind. They were supposed to be seven wizards. Yeah, there were six other one. wizards, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Wait. So how many did they end up with at the end? Seven, or or with, six? No, seven. You mean with diversity family? Yeah, diversity family. Like well, they all ended up being the wizard, right? Well, no, they all ended up being Shazams. Yeah. So, did they fill up all the seats? Was that like serendipitous? I think so. I thought it, that that was the point. Well, because the number seven keeps getting repeated. There's seven yeah. sins, and he realizes, yeah. oh, there's only been six demons. There's another demon out there because I can count to seven. Who was it? It was like envy or <laughs> something. Envy, it was yeah. still inside exactly. of it. That was great, but I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. It, the end because he he had two turns. One, he had to like use his smarts. It's like oh. There's seven deadly sins. I've only seen six demons. Something, even like if you're paying attention to the movie, you probably wouldn't have noticed. It, it wasn't him being smart. It was the other kid. Was it? it was, was or no, it was the sister. Was somebody it? somebody else Did told it. Point it out? As they were like, all became Shazams. They're like, hey, there's one more in his eye. You have to get his eye out. Oh. And then he flew away. Oh, so maybe, so they got yeah. helped. Yeah, he got helped. He never yeah. figured that out. But well, he, also, he also had a turn of heart where he realized that like, giving himself to this new family and opening himself yeah. up is oh, what yeah. he needed. And that turn is what a lot of these superhero movies miss. You're right. Where there's there's got to be some moment of personal change for the character, not yeah. just, 
I hit the bad guy harder. Well, you, and yeah, and you I think up Captain Marvel. It's a, it's a great yeah, analogy. There's nothing there. Yeah. I, I also think that um, realizing that you need help from people who love you is a really nice message to have. It's it like is. It's, yeah, it it's a very a really sweet nice one for a superhero to have, especially when he still has those insane powers. But he's like, but you love. Know, you it's know very also, anime. You know what also has that message? Dark Knight Rises. Does it really? It does. It absolutely does. At the very end of the film, yeah. he realizes he needs help. Yeah, that he is needs true. Catwoman to do yeah. all the work. Uh, so the thing with the Captain Marvel comparison and stuff, is that because this isn't, I would assume, not leading into any greater storyline stuff? Because Captain Marvel was reverse written, right? Like, yeah. Captain mm -hmm. Marvel's character, fully formed, needs to be here. Oh, and yes. now we need, to, we need to back work to get to the story. Yeah, that right? movie was mm -hmm. kind of doomed anyway because it was coming right before the biggest movie of that entire franchise. Yeah. And the culmination they had to do it to get it out, to be yeah. like, here's how she got here. Like, that, yeah. that would have been really hard to write, for sure. And then the other half of my question is, do you think this ties into a greater DC narrative at all? No. No. Because, I mean, like, you have, at this point, you have, what, seven Supermans? Like, that, you can't have a movie with seven Supermans. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> what are you going to do? I you can just, barely have a movie with one Superman. Yeah. I was just supposing in my head that, wouldn't it be cool if they had a movie, a DC movie, like, sort of like Justice League, but with... Shazam, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and then basically like Batman and Superman make cameos. Just like real quick little cameos, throwaways, and then you move on. I think it'd be kind of neat to have the and need they need their Justice League carried by the films that are good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like rather than Batman and Superman. I, I feel like Shazam's going to be really weird on screen next to Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Well, but he'll be the foil, right? I mean, yeah, I think it would be great. I just think it's going to be strange. It's going to be really hard for someone to pull off that. Isn't Flash that supposed to be like the Flash is supposed to be the Yeah, and he's, he's funny. Like, Flash is supposed to be funny. I, I don't know. I feel like right now DC might be going in a direction of more standalones, uh, which I'm should. cool with because, like, that's what the Suicide Squad is. I don't know about Birds of Prey. I guess that's sort of a standalone. Um, and then, obviously, we got the Joker trailer last week, no. which looks incredible. Yeah. Uh, and that looks like a completely standalone film. Like I could see them maybe doing like a Deadpool type thing where there's a Shazam two, but I think it probably exists in its own world. I, I mean, would guess. they 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 basically seeded everyone speculating because they put fucking Superman and Batman in this movie. Yeah, from the chest down. Yeah, yes. well, like you know, they funny. put they put like they make it like, oh yeah, these guys are all in the same. Like this is all happening at the same time. Blah blah blah. No, yeah, I mean like they're they're trying to do it because look, they want to be Marvel. We know that. So. That's why I'm saying if they if they headed up a Justice League with those three with the characters that we like that are, that have established themselves as people that you know other people like we could do that. I don't, I don't even know if they need to do like uh, <clears throat> an Avengers style where all of the heroes come together. I I'm think you could do like team ups. I think you could it's do it. They need to. They just movie. want money. Ben. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. I was gonna say I'm not saying they need to. No, I'm <laughs> saying they want to. I, I think they could be successful though if it was like Aquaman and Shazam. Or Flash and Shazam. And it doesn't not, have to be like 10 man, of them That's together. nice. But they want billions of I get dollars. it. They I tried that with Batman vs. Superman, and I really did not like that film. That was bad. Yeah. Was but that's, film. you know, that's their, their shit, you know, dark and brooding stuff that doesn't work. Yeah, if they do know? it with more humor. And it, but I have a slight conflict with not wanting all of our superhero movies to feel the same. I don't want them to all be Marvel movies. Like, yeah. that's such yeah. a specific formula at this point that even Star Wars is very similar to. They just, like, follow the same beats. Yeah. I'm happy if DC does some different stuff. But then with the DC movies that are coming out, if we got Shazam and then we got that Joker movie, which looks like a piece on mental health, pretty mm -hmm. much. Um, and then Suicide Squad, which probably won't be that different to Guardians in mm. theory. Mm -hmm. And then Birds of Prey. They all look very, very, very different. They look eclectic. There's another Suicide good. Squad movie. Yeah, The yeah. Suicide Squad. James yeah. Gunn, man. Hopefully it'll be better. We'll see. I imagine it will. So I think he wrote it as well. I did have a few problems with this movie. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, the CG was dodgy. Yep. Mm. It always um, is in DC movies. Especially... Why is that, though? Because they don't know how Money. to do it. <laughs> I mean, like, not know how to do it. They can't hire the people who it's know what they're DC, doing. DC, they have so much money. I know they have, No, they have, that's what I'm saying. They have tons of money. They're bad at it. Well, maybe, like, everyone... Just because everyone in the world works for Disney, they all have, like, non-compete clauses. <laughs> like, all yeah, the good CG artists, you're like, you're not allowed. Don't help them. <laughs> Don't help them. <laughs> um, I thought, especially with the the design of the Seven Deadly Sins, I thought they... It looked like someone just cranked out... They were designing one monster. They are all gray. Yeah, and every rejected <laughs> monster just became a different one of the sins. It's, like it's, they, they looked the same, except one was tall and skinny and yeah. had wings. Yeah. Gluttony was the only one that looked like... That with the big stomach? That well, the, was that like, oh, was, that one's... That's clearly that's gluttony. gluttony. Yeah. 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 That's can, the only one that was like, oh, shit, that one's gluttony. I can, <laughs> I, I can actually... I thought that was cool. 
at first because I was like, oh, wow, like they look like brutal Actual monsters. monsters. They're going to kill things. And then they, when the boardroom, they kill everybody. It's like, whoa, they're going to, this is going to be awesome. They, like, excuse me, they have a hard time fighting these things that are killing innocents. And then they don't do anything. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, they, then they get punched in the face. Do you think <laughs> that, like, all right. when he's napping, they also all just, like, sleep in his head? <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I got to eat a bug. They all just, like, hang out and just wait for him to eat. <laughs> just hang around his apartment. Yeah, they're just, like, in his head, just sort of like, well, well that tastes pretty good, I guess. Um, but you, you you just hit on something where they all just get punched really hard. I thought the fight choreography was pretty weak as well. Yeah. Especially when Dr. Shivago and Shazam are fighting. And it's really just zoom hit. No, it's Superman and Zod. Zoom, it's, it's the super, same yeah, thing. Superman and Zod. Yeah. But at least that, there was a little bit of style in some of the fighting. Like There I, was? I feel like there was. It just um, looked like two dudes punching each other. Like Wonder Woman did a great job with her choreography. Yeah. Like that was fucking rad. That was really cool. All the shit that she did was rad. But then this is just two muscular dudes punching yeah. each other. Well, and like shooting towards each other and hitting each other and shooting yeah. towards each other and hitting each other. <laughs> Flying that, into space. And that then. scene where he there's they're like a mile apart and oh, that was yeah. that was I amazing. So yeah. hard. Yeah, where he's talking to him and you couldn't hear him. <laughs> that was fun. That very was clever. Weird. Very, yeah. very clever. There, there were a lot of pleasant moments like that, like um slight sidetrack, but I love how much like Batman and Superman merch they just had in the film like people wearing a Batman shirt <laughs> Aquaman yeah, yeah, yeah like there's a newspaper that references Superman I, I, I like all he of that throws stuff. the big toy Batman yeah at him. <laughs> I just thought oh that was very cute <laughs> that, that was so good too because he was just like running away from this guy that's kicking his ass which is what like a 14 year old would do yes yeah. absolutely yeah. I, I, I don't know I, there isn't much I think you've got a few other things Morning's mom. You already re- we talked about. Oh yeah, I, I oh, just, yeah. You wrote the things we've already. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. I um I thought it went on for a little too long. I would agree. It was like a, I had to forget the runtime. It was maybe it was a little over, over two, two hours. hours. It was yeah. like two hours, ten minutes. Should have been one forty-five maybe. Um, just by the end, I was like, okay, they've been flying around and hitting each other. I'm ready for it to be done. And there was a great twist at the end that I didn't. I mean, I guess I don't know Shazam. I don't think anyone knows Shazam. What's that? But when when they all grab the staff and they all become Shazam. You know, here's the thing. I knew that was coming. I, really? I, I, it got telegraphed to me earlier, but I, by something, and I forget mm. what it was. But it still hit emotionally really, really hard for me. Like the the there were there was a lot of things that happened in that scene. Um, number one was they're all foster kids. Yeah. And they never had anybody. They, they never felt like they were really loved by anybody other than their foster family, which still obviously feels temporary, right? I don't know why I identified so hard because my parents love me. But <laughs> but, um, but either way, like they all when they all do that, they all grab that staff and become Shazams. They become a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that really like became that was like a thing that I was like, wow, that's that's a really amazing lesson. Um, and also just something that made me feel really sad. Like I teared up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just another sweet. thing when uh, Freddie. Freddy's he's uh, he's disabled. Yeah. He's disabled the entire movie, and he he gets to fly. Also, well, he, he gets Seth to walk Cohen, around, and, yeah. and it's the best. And the casting of him as an adult was great. Yeah, it was it was perfect. I, I do think they should have stunt cast with the rest of the cast from the OC, though. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. They all looked perfect. You're right. Um, well, but again, they were supposed to be their perfect selves. Yeah. Well, th- um, that was that was like on the other side of what you're saying, like the devil attitude thing. I it was kind of weird. Like, oh, these kids are all. We like misfits in some way, and the, and then now they become super normal, pretty people. No, but they said that they, the movie but says like, that to you. Their goal in life is to be like the pretty person. I don't know something no, the, weird no, the movie, about the messaging there was. No, weird. the movie says that you be you become the thing that you want to become, so that, that your perfect self. They, they all just want to be buff. They, they all want to be. Of course they do. Like, they all want to be. Who wants? Yes, of course they do. <laughs> but isn't the messaging? Should the messaging, huge. especially to kids, be like, you know, you you are you, be you. Kind no. of thing, you know? That's, I agree with Oma. But, yeah, no, small. There's, some, I, there's I, something like, no, weird. Be buff. I completely yeah. disagree. And the reason is. No, you have you, a bad leg. No, fuck you. I completely disagree. You need disagree. to have a good leg. No, when you're a child, <laughs> when you're a child, you want to look like that. And and that's not that's that's the point. They're not 18 year olds that have like discovering themselves. I don't think I wanted that when I was a kid. They're, I don't think I was ever like, I want to be pretty. I was like, I want to play video games. But I, I bet <laughs> that if you were disabled, you probably want to fly. Yeah, I mean, I probably wanted to fly. Like, I think that we're, I think we're nitpicking that sure. way too oh, hard. No, I, I mean, we are. Yeah, definitely yeah. playing definitely devil's yes. advocate. There. Like, I did like, I, oh. I did like the detail that Freddy was just like the rest of them would be standing around, and he was still kind of just flying. Yeah, yeah. like at any point when he could be flying, he was still flying. Yeah. He was not touching the ground. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was really. But there was, was really also nice. like one of the kids was kind of overweight, and then it took me a little while to figure out which one he it, was. It did for <laughs> <me> too, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, he, Shit. Which, which he was Jack dude one. was he? Yeah. 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 That was Pedro. Yeah. You think they were all wearing muscle suits? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do you think Zachary Levi is that buff? 
I think he got really buff. I think he is pretty buff. For this movie. But they also had him wear muscles. But yeah, he, uh, no one can get that big. I mean, well, like he was never uh, Yeah. <laughs> he can take a lot more juice. Yeah. He's straight up never not wearing the costume, right? Like he's As Shazam, he's always no, wearing yeah. it. Yeah. If Zachary Levi was on screen, he was always wearing that thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. He's never Zachary Le- Levi without it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I also want to thank Hems uh, for sponsoring the episode this week. Last week, I turned 35. And a lot of men my age have a problem. 66% of them lose their hair. I see my own hairline slowly creeping backwards, and it frightens me. Getting older can be rough. The problem is, when you start to notice hair loss, it could be too late to do anything about it. It is far easier to keep the hair you have than to replace hair that is gone. Do you want your hairline to recede or a bald spot to pop up? Or do you want to do something about it first? The solution to this problem is at 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. These are well-known, generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. This is not snake oil. These aren't powders made from elephant tusk or rhino horns. They aren't weird pills from the corner store. Why would you turn to weird solutions or harm endangered animals when you can turn to medicine and science? 4hims.com provides prescription solutions backed by science. Products are shipped directly to your door, so you don't have to fight the lines at your local pharmacy. I do recommend you speaking with your doctor to make sure that Hims will be healthy and safe for your specific body and current health situation. Order now. Filmhouse listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go to 4 slash filmhouse. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash F-I-L-M-H-A-U-S. 4 slash filmhouse. Thank you, hymns, for letting us talk about Shazam. Shazam. Um, yeah, this movie... I do think it was corny. Watching it again, some of that stuff might grate on you. But there there was just such a big heart and yeah. so much joy. And we're talking about that turn at the end when they all Shazam together. You said you teared up. And it I is did. highly emotional. Like yeah. I, th- I think everyone can relate to feeling alone and not belonging, even if you had loving parents. Yeah. And then all of a sudden having this group of people that you love and care about and, and can belong with – and then all of a sudden you all get to have all these amazing powers that you could never have dreamed of. I don't know. It's just it taps into that kid inside of each one of us that wanted to go fly around and, and buy beer. It just, well, it just felt it felt so good, especially for these kids. Like yeah. that was that's what I got the most out of it. It's like these poor kids have been bouncing around from foster family to foster family. And this is something that all of a sudden makes them feel belong. That, that makes them belong. I, yeah. I, I thought that was really cool. Well, it was just really interesting. Uh, it is very this heartfelt. Is, this is it was. look like Arya Stark. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah a little. I, I, have, I googled it after. I was like, are these kids siblings? Because like, that's <laughs> for sure that. the wow. dude version yeah. of Arya wow. Stark. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't, mm. didn't even make a picture of that. Mm. They are. They, I think they're going to have to, those kids are going to grow up quick. I do think they're going to make another Shazam. They're going to have to do it fast before these kids look like they're 20. No, you're right. Is it like that with it? Like, are the, the child actors still in the second part of it? They are, are they grown ups. They, they're grown. Yeah, and, but that's what I mean. Are they, they going to have them be kids them. as well? Yeah. yeah, they show them. But I think it's like probably pretty minor. I Maybe they already shot it. A few flashbacks. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, worldwide over the weekend, this movie made uh, almost 160 million dollars. So oh. I think it's a pretty big hit. What was its budget? Uh, about 100. So oh, 200. That's great. Um, but that's just one weekend, and it's not even on all territories. So I think it they'll make a second one. Uh, Deadline actually reported that the screenwriter Henry Gaden, Henry Gaden yeah. is already working on another one. Henry Gaden and David F. Sandberg both have kind of done nothing. Sandberg, the director, had only done like Lights Out and Annabelle. Annabelle? Yeah. I hadn't seen any of his movies. Um, but, I mean, he did a great job with this. But then Henry Gaden had written ba- pr- practically nothing. And hmm. and he was like he was like an assistant to somebody on Spider-Man 3 or whatever. Oh, wow. But uh, Oh, so there's actual roots to Raimi stuff? Yeah. Well... Spider-Man 3. The, the very, or, very loose roots. Spider-Man 3, he was assistant to like a producer or something hmm. or a writer. Um, it was very, very minor. Um, regardless, he hadn't written anything else. And I think it did a really, really good job for his you know, yeah. first time out. I, I do want to know what a Santa Claus did to him in his childhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he has some fucked up history with the Santa Claus. <laughs> it's, it's too bad this movie wasn't released at Christmas, by the way. It should have been it's released yeah. at Christmas. And I don't know why it wasn't. They, it they, is all snowy. They went pretty light on that theme. 
but it was it's always great background material. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't know. Do you think it played more of a part before the cut? Could have, but they did like they didn't have Christmas scenes. Uh, I mean, I guess they had Santa Claus running around. But I mean, they had the wreath on the thing with all the like. I guess it was an easy way to show family ties. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and but, again, just snow everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Did feel like a winter movie. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, maybe they were actually slated for a December release and just didn't Probably. make it. Didn't hit it. Yeah, <laughs> had to work on those effects. Delayed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, so I, I did have. <laughs> this is extremely nitpicky, but all of those kids somehow go to the same school. Like, oh, yeah. Fr- from like a six-year-old all the way to a graduating high school well, student. Yeah, when those kids came up on that crazy truck, I was like, These, this is not fit. Something was wrong here. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. No one can park their truck right in front of the school I mean, on, they're the, assholes. on the sidewalk. They're being assholes. They're being like the, the quintessential asshole but, kid. But No one's going to get away with that. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, you can't think about it too much. That's no, exactly no. how I feel about this movie is don't think about no. it too hard or it will about, fall apart. Yeah, I think if you think about it too hard, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Absolutely. And there are like Just some movies fun, where like, I'm happy to pick them apart because it's serious, but because this is silly and, and lovely, I'm like, good. Yeah. I'm not gonna. It, it also, I think this bus scene was brilliant. This is, um, I think Spider-Man's probably maybe the best superhero, probably, because... Like I said earlier, he learns how to become a hero in his origin story. You know, we anyway. all one by one win. Uh, Spider Man's the best. I don't know about that one, but. Most relatable, anyway. But he has this moment, so he fucks up, <laughs> blows up this, and then has to, he he has to learn from his mistakes of yes. being yeah. so careless. Yeah. It. I just thought this was brilliant. It was funny with the, was all the people in it falling. Well, the people, it was still tense despite having humor with the yeah. mattress and stuff. And I mean, they, he held up the the thing with the windshield though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would have shattered. Yeah, sure. <laughs> don't don't think about it. <laughs> Stop thinking about it. Just but, see it once. Watch I the just, movie once. I think that was a perfect moment, brilliantly written, shot, and executed. Yeah. Um, I, what is the best superhero, Bruce? Oh, I don't know. I mean, like. I mean, I agree. Spider Man is very relatable. In the current iteration, for me, it's Captain America. But I yeah. mean, like. He's really good. Yeah, that's but that's just for me. I mean, like you know, everybody's got their. I, own. Just, I, I feel like Spider Man is so much a normal person. Captain America is like a perfect idealized. Captain America hero. in the comic books drives me insane because he's too perfect. He's too righteous. He goes on montage or, or monologues like every two pages about how he's like, "We need to do it because it's right. It's the right thing to do." Well, that's kind of like Batman. I mean, and that's why I think probably Don't Batman. Talk shit about Batman. I'm not. Second best. No, I was going to say Batman for me is is probably my <laughs> overall my most favorite hero. Yeah. Um, I would never talk shit about that. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Um, but I don't know. Sp- Spider-Man to me is too clever. He's, too smart? He's constantly well, always agree, so funny. I agree that he's relatable because like the origin story is actually very similar to Shazam's. He's, he's as a kid. Yeah, he's yeah. a kid who just went through some weird shit and is trying to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't relate with the billionaire. just can't do it. But, it, but he's a real person. You know, so, that's what that's why it's cool. That's what's so cool about I, Batman. I love Batman. Batman's just... not a like, you know, he's not a cocky billionaire like Iron Man. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Iron Man's also a real person. He's just a normal dude. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> a good movie, though. I think we all liked it. Uh, our problems with it are pretty nitpicky yeah, in right. general. Um, I am curious if it holds up to more than one viewing. Um, I think a lot of times, also, humor, you know, a joke is hard to sell twice. That that uh, kid, Freddie Dillon Grazer, or, or uh, Jack Dillon Grazer, he sold this film. Yeah. He, every scene he's in, he is hilarious, and he makes you not think about the bad shit. Yeah. Um, he's really good at he's it. He's fantastic. Yeah. Really, really good at it. So, anyways. No. Um, anything else? Did y'all see Would that Joker like? trailer, though? Yeah. It looks pretty fucking cool. It's well, very good. Alana, it looks tell me, dark. Tell me why I should care about the Joker if he's going to go and be an asshole to people. Why should I care that I want to watch him be an asshole I was not sold on that movie at all until I saw that trailer. Really? Because I, I was saw like, the I don't too. want that at all. And then I saw the trailer and was like, shit, I want it. Um, mostly because Joaquin Phoenix is wow. such Joaquin a good Joaquin Phoenix is a fantastic actor. He Maybe top two or three actors we have right he's now. Fantastic. I think he's just incredible. Yeah, he is yeah. amazing. You're right about that. Um, That's the only reason I want to see the film. Pretty much the same. Is that his and, performance okay, right, was right, so right, good. I don't like want to he... hear about his backstory or his mom. Like, I don't want any of that. <laughs> you just want to <laughs> see him do it? His performance looks really good. Yeah. Looks you like he lost like 60 pounds. I feel like that's the best part. Well, that's the most. But the like, Joker? Hell no. Well, like the oh, most right. interesting thing about the Joker is you don't know where he came from. So I agree. I, there's like two sides to that. Like them giving him a back a backstory is shitty because that takes away that mystery. But also, like this is the first time you're going to get a glimpse at what made the man the man. Yeah, I think the random chaos is more frightening. Like I don't necessarily need to feel for the Joker. Yeah, I just I mean like I just watched Hereditary. Oh, and I, and excellent I, film. 
amazing film that I'll never watch again, and I don't want to think about it ever. <laughs> um, because because it. it's got a terrible, terrible ending. Yeah, I didn't like it. And that's, that's why with Joker, it's the same thing. It's like the end of this is going to be him killing a bunch of people, and he becomes the Joker. What the fuck? Like, are you shitting me? I don't My wanna... biggest concern is that they'll screw it up and they'll have you have a lot of sympathy for him, and then he goes on to be a mass murderer. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know how you want to play that. Well, that's he's a joke. I mean, that's, that's the trick, does. right? But I'm like, you got to play that safe and make sure we don't have too much sympathy for him, or like, be like, I relate to him. Like, you got to be real careful about that. I agree. I mean, I, th- I think that's why it's going to be kind of fucked up and interesting. Is it's going to make you feel bad for this guy who ends up doing really horrible shit to people. Yeah, and that's very conflicted and, and complicated. Turns out they I'm not going to feel bad for yeah, him. Yeah, they could do <laughs> that very horrible wrong. shit to people. But his performance looks very, very good, and it's it's it mostly does, like yeah. I just uh, the even the movements like they made it, his body look really contorted and mm. really skinny. Yeah, he's like he's skipping down the or they do it, it just in the trailer. They show some some great symmetry, but like he's kind of walking hurt up the stairs, but then he's skipping yeah. down the stairs and yeah. he's the Joker. So good. Yeah, looks not, great. Not Shazam though. This that will be the polar opposite of Shazam. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Well. Really it'll well. be terrible. Right on. Okay. Uh, anybody else? No. Last Shazam. I say go see it. Go see it. I mean, yeah. if you got through this podcast this far, um, we all liked it. Yeah. I right. really liked it. Yeah. I really I think enjoyed it. I think it's worth yeah. a watch. Doesn't matter where. Theater, at home. Did, did you like the evil space slug at the end? Oh, that I thought he was <laughs> it's like fucking weird. <laughs> it was what? weird. I, I wanted him Dr. to like Mind or whatever. him like to grab it and just like put it in his mouth or something. Like <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to eat that. No, weird. he's he's a character in DC. He's an evil oh, supervillain in DC yeah. comics. Just I went super looked smart. at it. I went, "What the fuck? Are you <laughs> shitting me? There is a caterpillar that's evil." <laughs> I, I think that's something I really like about this weird little universe is that it's silly. It is comic booky. He gets his powers from a fucking wizard. Like yeah. that's dumb. That's wizard, really fucking dumb. The but, casting of the wizard is fantastic too. Like that Diamond dude is. Hansi. Well, that dude is always such a crazy badass in stuff. To see him in this wizard, wizard stuff and talk about like superpowers like that is so <laughs> funny to me. He was in Captain Marvel too. That's kind of weird. All right. Go see Shazam. Uh, and thanks again to Hims and Quip for sponsoring us this week. And uh, I think we'll be back next week. Uh, maybe some Avengers hype. Maybe yeah, talk some more right. about Joker. There could be a Star Wars trailer if the Star Wars people are nice to us. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Bruce has his doubts. Yeah, I do. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. bye.